and never called you again. Remember when he told you he was about to bend uh-huh. the man? Yeah. You act like you and him, they give him a little trim to begin. Now you think you really gonna pretend, like you wasn't down and you called him again. Plus when you give it up so easy, you ain't even fooling him. If you did it then, then you probably can. Talking out your neck, saying you're a Christian. I must have sleeping with the gin. Now that was the sin that did Jezebel in. Who you gonna tell when the repercussions spent? Showing off your ass because you're thinking it's a trend, girlfriend. Let me break it down for you again. You know I only say it because I'm truly genuine. Don't be a hard rock when you really are a gin, baby girl. Respect is just the minimum. Welcome to Inner Thought Radio with your host, Woman of the Womb and The Fall Back Up. Oh, yes. All right. Welcome back. Yes. Welcome to episode three. Number three on the 1st of December. Yes. Yes. Wow. Sacred numbers right there. Yeah, it is, right? Yes. Got the whole 13 energy going on. I didn't even realize that when we set this whole thing up. Look at that. Well, 
I think that is, uh, well, that's great. If you all tuned into the first show, um, you kind of got to hear a little bit about that number 13 and uh, how that relates to the feminine energy. And I guess that's perfect for uh, the topic of tonight's show. Which is? Which are. Which, which are. Yes. Right. There are three topics, we have three. Right? Yes. Okay, what are the topics? So uh, the first topic uh-huh. um, is, a, is an introduction to the Woman of the Womb book series, yeah. uh, which we have been talking about for the past few shows. Uh-huh. Uh, so now you all will get to uh, get a little bit more of that breakdown yeah. on what those books are, what they entail. I'm excited that. about that. Yes. Yeah. All right. So that is our first topic, the introduction to the Women of the Womb book series. All right. And our second topic? Yeah. The second topic um, is what is the sacred feminine yoni, yoni in lingam? Yes. Well, the lingam is the masculine counterpart. That's the second topic, yes. so we're going to get into that in a minute. Yes. So if you want to know what the sacred yoni and lingam are, yes. then stay tuned. Yes, so we're going to to that. And what's the third topic? And the third topic, um, we are going to kind of expand on that, and we're going to talk about the health of the uh, the yoni and the lingam and why the, why the health aspect is important. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So you want to get into the first topic? Yeah. You know, uh, well, let me start. Um, the name of your book, mm-hmm. correct? It is your book. You're writing this book? I am writing I'm yeah. excited for you. Are you excited? I'm very excited. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. And it is, what's the name of the book? Okay. Well, it's actually a book series. So really, it's, okay. it's, a, they are, it's three different parts. It's three books? Yes. Okay. So the entire series is called Women of the Womb. Yes. Uh, book one is the Book of Yoni. The Book of Yoni. Yes. Okay, now you can, can you explain what a Yoni is now? What is a Yoni so people know what that is before we continue? Uh, the Yoni is actually, um, it is a Sanskrit word, uh-huh. which means the sacred place or the temple. It is uh, what, it is the name that they give to, um, you know, the the female, what we call, you know, in Western society, what we call uh, the vagina. Oh. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that is what the yoni is. It's, it's just a, a different name for it. Okay. It is, um, yes. We'll, we'll, I want to go more in depth on that later, but that is yeah. what a yoni is for people who have never heard that term. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. So can I ask you a couple questions about the book? So that our callers and that our listeners uh, have a better uh, understanding. Yes. Oh, wait. I didn't finish the first question. I'm okay. sorry, because the book one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's okay. okay. We both got thrown off here. Okay. Uh, book one is the book of Yoni. Um, book two is the book of Cycles, mm-hmm. which uh, is going to kind of tie into the first episode a little bit, talking okay. about the moon and menstrual cycles, um, a little bit more about cycles and things like and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's book two. And then book three is the book of healing, um, nice. which is going to talk about healing on all different levels, mentally, physically, spiritually. Are we going to be able to get some, you know, some good recipes for healing? Yes. Um, yes, you will. So that is that something that's going to be featured in each book? That, each that book, thing? yes. Each book will have um, a little bit of that, of certain recipes and foods that kind of tie into each subject mm. specifically. Cool. Um, the book of healing will probably have a lot more of that, um, since we are going to be talking about healing the body from the inside out 
and then again from the outside in. Yeah, and I know for all our listeners, this sounds really exciting because it really is. It's the I mean, honestly, you know, and I'm a male listening yeah. to this thinking, mm-hmm. man, I need to get these books so I can better understand yes. the female. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you're on our website listening to this right now, you scroll, scroll down, mm-hmm. you can actually pre-order these books right now. Yes, you can. From our website, they're available for pre-sale. Um, so the women of the womb, yes. where did that title come from? <laughs> um. It actually came from a few different things. Uh-huh. Um, one, you know, I do art as well. Uh, that's something that I that I kind of like to do just to express myself. Okay. Um, and I had done a, a few different series of paintings yeah. of um, of pregnant women, and one of them that I did was a pregnant woman with like the lotus flower in the background. Uh-huh. Um, I had done another one that was a uh, it, it was a what, what do you call that? Um, commission. A commission. A commission piece, painting. Yes. My paid you to paint yes. a painting. Okay. Yes. And um, they gave me this idea for it, blah 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 blah. And then what I did with that idea, it turned into a woman, and uh, it was like the whole, whole nature scene, and she had yeah. like the whole sunset, and it, like her body was painted into the sunset, and mm-hmm. you know, and then it faded into the earth and all that extra stuff. And then in her womb there was a tree, and I was like, oh my goodness. It, it was like an idea that kind of just poured out of me. And yeah. so from doing, those are just an example of a couple of paintings that I did, but from doing those, I was like, wow, what if I if I started an art business, you know, I'm like, what would it be called? Yeah. And so based on the themes of those paintings, I was like, yeah, women of the womb. I was like, so yeah, was I like that. So it was originally the name of an art business. It was, yes. Okay. <laughs> it was originally the name of an art business. Um, yeah. Will it still be? Um, yes. And we look forward to, yes. to that business still coming Definitely. to mm-hmm. I, um, You know, I like to take all the things that are a part of me, the things that I love, uh-huh. uh, and, and, you know, kind of tie them all together. Right. So, uh, I mean, even this book, it's like a form of art to me. Yeah. So, um, all of, it will be a little bit of that, some other stuff, but that is where uh, the name came from. Okay. When mm-hmm. When can we expect this book to come out? Well, uh, I know it's a pre-order right now. Yeah, it's right? available uh, for pre-order right now okay. um, on the website, as you said. But um, they will actually be ready to go to sell to be shipped out um, in January. Okay. The, the first book, book okay. will be January. Okay. And how how much is? Uh, well, right now, uh-huh. if you go on the website and pre-order them, yeah, uh, you get a discounted rate. Okay. So the ebook is fifteen dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. The paperback is twenty five. Nice. So that is when you order the, you know, if you pre order. Okay. If you want to wait yeah. until it's all complete and you want to order it, then uh, the ebook is twenty five dollars uh-huh. and the paperback is forty five. Okay. Um, but we still are going to have a little discount going on because if you subscribe to our website, uh, which is three dollars a month, you mm-hmm. actually will be able to get the ebook for free and half off of the paperback. Wait, can you explain explain that one to me again? Okay. Okay. So uh if you go on the website, ponderbooksandradio.com. Ponderbooksandradio.com. Yes. Okay. If you go on there, yep. you have the option to subscribe to Ponder Books and Radio. And what do I get for subscribing and to Ponder Books? With and that, radio. not only for the Women of the Womb book series, but all of the books that we uh offer, yep. you get all ebooks for free through our website by subscribing. By email. Yes, right? by email. Get them sent to you completely yep. free mm-hmm. without any extra charge. That yes. means 
So your ebook right now is fifteen dollars to pre order. Yes. But if somebody subscribes for three dollars, mm-hmm. they can get the ebook for free. For free. And they can also get the paperback half off, which is even less than the discounted rate for pre ordering. A discounted rate for pre ordering is twenty five, but yeah. if you uh if you subscribe you actually get it for like twenty two dollars. So it's a uh, better deal. Oh, yeah. that's actually very good. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question. Okay. So I'm paying 15 for the ebook, <laughs> right? I'm yeah. paying 25 for a paperback. Uh-huh. This is the pre-order, right? Yeah. You know, and I know good books cost good money, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But let me ask you, mm-hmm. uh, what will women and men get out of this book, So, and why should we buy it? Why should we buy the book? Okay. You know? So... Um, I know the title of one of them is The Book of Healing, mm-hmm. but truthfully, all of these books as a series are are meant as, um, they are healing guides. Okay. And it's not something that's uh, just for women. The reason why I'm writing these, one, yes, it is to help women through their process of, um, you know, reconnecting with their spiritual divinity, with their, their sacred womb and all those things. But the importance of this um, on a grander scale is to really bridge that gap that has been formed between men and women, the misunderstanding that is there um, about, you know, when it comes comes to the male and the female. Um, So so this book is really important, one, for women to be able to under, inner, and overstand themselves to then teach you know, their their male counterpart. Um, okay, so, so why as a man, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a, a male, I yeah. have male energy, mm-hmm. why as a man would I want to buy this book for me? Yeah, because as a man, you do not only have male energy. You carry feminine energy within you as well because okay. you come from the sacred book. Yes. You know, that is a, there's a lot of deeper things that go go on in there, yeah. um, but you, True. yeah. So you come from the woman's group, uh-huh. and a lot of you know a lot of the reason why we have such a disconnect is because men are unable to relate to that feminine aspect within themselves. Yeah. So they think of themselves as something separate from the woman, mm-hmm. and that creates a whole uh, internal imbalance within men, uh-huh. um, and as in in our society, on you know on a grander scale that contributes to that imbalance. So as a man, this is very important to you in terms of reconnecting with yourself as well. I believe it. Yeah, in order to relate to the women around you. You know, the whole idea is to have a stable, fruitful relationship. And as you can see in the world today, I mean, what is it, like the divorce rate is like 52% right now? You know, is there something that you're climbing every year? Is there something that uh, needs to be done? About that. So this book is going to help. Yeah, it's about restoring the foundation. Restoring the foundation. Yeah. I like that. I mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Um, I got one, a good question. Okay. Um, the term womb man, yes. spelled W-O-M-B, like uh-huh. a womb mm-hmm. man, is I know a lot more people are getting in tune with that nowadays. They're mm-hmm. seeing that a lot more. Mm-hmm. Womb man. Yes. So what is a womb man, and how is that different from a woman? Like W O M E N. Okay. Is there a difference there? What is the difference? No. So, technically, uh, there there is no difference. Uh-huh. For real, for real. It's you know, obviously the spelling is very different. Yes. 
So virtually there is no distinct difference, whatever you would like to call yourself. That's cool. Okay. Now, if we're asking what does that term mean to me specifically and why I choose to use that term, that is because it is a reminder to myself, uh, one, you know, kind of seeing that distinction, boom, man, that reminds me of the male counterpart, that masculine energy that I also carry within myself. It allows me to honor that aspect. But then that womb that is there also allows me to remember my divinity and my role as a woman and, uh, you know, what I am placed here for. Um, and, And so that's kind of... That's why I like to use that term because there's a certain sacredness to it. So it reminds you of the womb and allows you to realize that that is a sacred uh, thing Mm -hmm. instead of just being a woman, which is just another person. And I think, you know, kind of something that I want to touch on a little bit later, but uh, language is so important uh, and, you know, the connotations that we have to it. And so, uh, you know, the I'm a woman type of thing. Mm-hmm. When you hear that, or at least me, when I hear that, you know, it just it just triggers the thing in me like, you know, like, mm, I'm a woman, like, uh, you know, on a physical physical type of level, yes. you know. But when I'm like the womb, man, it's like, wow, okay, there's something a lot deeper there than more than just being about the physical and like the physical woman's body, yes. you know. I think that's why it's important to learn your etymology. Yes. And you're legally, <laughs> all these different mm-hmm. uh, ways that words are used and yeah. the reason behind Especially that. Especially the English one. Yeah, we talked about that on, yeah. on a few shows. So if mm-hmm. you guys go back into our archive, let me pause for a second and ask you a question so okay. people could know about this. Uh, everybody listening, go to ponderboostingradio.com and go to our archive and you can listen to our past shows. Um, this show will also be in there right after the show is complete, correct? Yes. All right, let's get back into it. All right. Um, so can you give me any facts or cool, like, cool facts or tidbits that we can find in this book, um, you know, a, about the Yoni? The yeah. Famous, I'm talking about the first book right now. There's three books. Okay. There's yes. the book of Yoni. Let me get this right. Yep. There's the book of Yoni. Mm-hmm. There's the book of healing. The book of cycles there's the book, is number two. Okay. So there's the book of Yoni. Yep. Number two is the book of cycles. Yes. And number three is the book of healing. Yes. So can you give me any facts or tidbits from the first book that we can expect in January Okay. Of the, from the book of Yoni? <laughs> um, one of my favorite ones, actually, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just giving you, like, one specific little fact, little quick thing. Okay. Okay, yes. That's, yep. Okay. So one of my favorite ones is actually a fact about the cervix. Okay. Uh, for people who don't know the diagram of how, you know, all the little things work. Yeah. Um, which that Oh, that's also going to be something that's in the book of Yoni because a lot of women don't know the different parts of their Yoni. They don't know what is what down there. So that's interesting. Yes. Men, men, men either. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so without giving too much away, the, thir- the, the vagina is actually – really just the internal part of our entire uh, vulva. Uh-huh. The vulva is, you know, all of everything encompassing vulva. the vulva. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of people um, mistakenly interchange those two terms, but they are different. The vulva composes everything. Uh, so that's what the yoni is, pretty much. The okay. vagina is the internal part. Oh, okay. um, the, so there's the, a difference. There's a difference. Okay. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. 
Um, so the cervix is a little, almost like a little round disc at the end of the vagina on the inside. Okay. The cervix is what connects your vagina to your womb, which is the uterus. The womb and the uterus are the same thing. Okay. Um, so one of the one of the topic, I mean, one of the facts that I really enjoy about the cervix um, is that that, as we talked about, you know, we talked about chakras mm-hmm. during the last couple of episodes. Yeah. And your root chakra, as far as women, is composed of that area where the cervix, the womb, the fallopian tubes, all of those pretty much make up your root chakra, okay. right? Yeah. So your cervix is pretty much like that is a like the base of your root chakra. Right? Okay. That's yeah, that's kind of where that energy starts. Yeah. So with the uh with the cervix being that first piece, uh <clears throat> it um it actually is like it is what connects your it is where your energy flows from there up to your crown chakra, to the root of your head. So there's wow. a start of that. Okay. Your cervix is also a storehouse of memory and information, emotional memory and information. Right. So your cervix, yes. which is a part of your yoni, yes. down there, mm-hmm. where the, your vagina, yes. it holds memory? It does. Wow. It does. So it's not just uh, memory, but it holds energy there. Oh. So anytime you um, have sexual intercourse, you are storing different types of energy and information in your cervix, right? Yeah. So, okay. So on a, well, it's kind of two parts, which is why this is really interesting, because on a physical level, when you have uh, sexual relations with somebody, when you are connected to someone in that way, you um, are not only storing, like, the spiritual part of them, the energetic uh, you know, the energies from that person, yeah. but also their physical parts as well. So that includes their DNA, things of that nature. It's stored in the cervix. It's stored in the cervix. Wow. So that... Um, is that everybody you have sex with? Is it yes. Stored How yeah. long is this, does it stay there? You For know, a long time? Or? Uh, that, that's something that I am going to cover in the book. Okay. Um, it definitely, it depends. Yeah. Um, you know, as you detox your body of different, uh, you know, detox on a physical level, yeah. um, and then also on on a spiritual level, detox certain emotions and things, and in purging those kind yeah. of things. It, it really just depends on the length of time that those things are stored in there. But I really said all that to say that I thought it was really interesting when I was researching this. Huh. Um, you know that that is connected to all of your other all of your other chakras. So yeah. for women who may have been who may have like sexual traumas and things like that, uh-huh. that is why uh, sex is really oh, so important. Okay. Yes, because yeah, it can yeah. cause so many different imbalances because your cervix is directly connected to all of your other chakras. That's yeah. the very first one. So whatever is happening down there is literally transmitted to all the other chakras. Mainly your heart chakra because that's yes. the one that distributes energy to yes. all up and down. Exactly. Lower and higher. Yep. Okay. That's interesting. So uh I mean let me ask you a question everybody's probably wondering. Uh who is Ajane Sakira? Am I saying that right? Sakira? Yes. And why are you a credible source for to even write this book? Mm-hmm. Who are you? <laughs> 
Who am I? Who are you? Well, I am me. Nice. Yeah. I like. I buy the book there. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's always an interesting question to uh to answer. Um, I think, you know, the more people know me and talk to me, the more they're like, wow, okay, yeah. yeah. But um, as far as me being a credible source mm-hmm. for this book, I, I live this book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, my life experience is kind of written in this book without me having to directly explain this is these are the things that I've been through. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm I'm not a mother. Mm-hmm. But um, I, you know, I have I'm the oldest of all of my siblings. Okay. Got a whole lot of them, like maybe ten. I don't know, okay. a lot and counting. Um, okay. And I have a lot of uh, younger sisters. Yeah. I also work at a young women's journalism and mentoring program mm-hmm. uh, for three years back mm-hmm. in high school. Um, and so just through my own experience and listening to a lot of other young women and then seeing my sisters coming up um, and then reflecting back on life, it's like, wow, you know, there's so much that I personally could have been saved from that a lot of my friends could have been saved from if we if we knew more about ourselves, if we knew more about the sacredness of our bodies, yeah. um, about the spirituality behind sex, mm-hmm. um, you know, and the way that we relate to men, there's there's just so much information, so so much misinformation, yeah. uh, so much that we're not taught, so much that you know maybe our parents didn't even understand, and so yeah. that is uh, that that's that's what this book is, and that's what it is for me, you know. Okay. Yeah. So I gotta ask. What's up? Are you a feminist? <laughs> <laughs> You're making books called Women Numbers. <laughs> You know, about you. Oh, man. You know, do you hate men? Uh, <laughs> are you a feminist? Oh, I got man. These are the questions that people you want know to know. I know a lot of people probably read your tweets and they're yeah. like, oh, see. They do. He, uh, he don't like men. You know what? Oh, you go, girl. But you know what? If you, <laughs> if you read my tweets and the things that I say, first of all, you would know that I do not hate men. Okay. okay. If you actually read them, and I don't mean, you know, look at one or two here and there yeah. and are like, oh, my God. You know, if you go down my stuff and you read it, mm-hmm. you will know that, first of all, I do not hate men. That's number one. Okay. Number two. Good to know. Okay. I am, first, let me say this. I don't like labels, period. Okay. Because when people label you, they want to box you into Which something. You box. Yes, so that they you know, can figure out, well, how should I relate and how should I deal with this person and how should I perceive them. So that's my thing with labels in general. Yeah. Uh, No, I am not a feminist. Okay. What I am is a person who uh, is is very, I don't want to use the word uh, passionate, for multiple reasons, which we talked about right, earlier, but yeah. for the sake of conversation, I am a person who is very passionate about uh, things that bring unity. Yes. And this topic is something that is meant to bring unity. It is meant as a healing for men and for women. Okay. And so I am that. I am not a feminist who is all about 
you know, all women's rights and we need to be out here fighting for jobs. We need to be fighting for this, fighting for that. You know, every movement now, it's about fighting for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, everybody's fighting. Everybody's fighting. And I'm tired of that. Yeah. You know? So True. my perspective, you know, you could, you it, it relates in a lot of ways because I think that uh, what they're trying to do um you know, there there's definitely something there. But yeah, but how they're going about it is something uh I don't I don't I can't vibe with it to be honest. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. So you're more into the divinity of yes. you say? Yes. I of yes, everything. I am. Okay, and when you say divinity uh-huh. what do you when you say the Yoni is a sacred mm-hmm. temple yes. and the book is trying to teach women their divinity. Yeah. What do you mean by divinity? Mm-hmm. Are you saying that women are God, or what do you mean by that? Um, what I am saying uh-huh. is that we are, as men and as women, we are reflections of all of creation. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And what my message is, is that one that we are reflections of creation uh-huh. and being able to see the sacredness in all of life and within ourselves is something that is very important. Yeah. You know, a lot of things that we are taught teach us things, uh, just everything on a very physical level. It teaches us nothing about our higher selves, nothing about our spiritual connectedness. And that is uh, that is what we have all been missing, you know, Um so that is what I mean when I say divinity. I'm not saying, oh, I am God. I, I am saying that I am a creator in this universe, which is, you know, a reflection of uh, what what the idea of God is. Okay. I can vibe with that. Yeah. Okay, I got a question. Yeah. Um, so we, we have a lot of younger listeners as well, mm-hmm. you know, so we try not to go too in deep or too uh, exaggerated with things because yeah. of our young listeners. Right. Um, so, with this book series, Women of the Womb, mm-hmm. and even the book, the Book of Yoni, mm-hmm. which is clearly talking about, you know, the some some female genitalia, yeah, yeah, uh, as well as the energy and the divinity. Yeah. But is this book good for a younger audience? Can young can a younger audience, you know, pick this book up and read it without being traumatized? You know, yes. with the subject matter that's in the book. Yes. Really, this book, to me, is meant for younger younger uh, ladies especially. Yeah. Um, my sisters are uh, 11 and 12 years old, mm-hmm. and this is something that I would sit down and read with them and explain to them. These are things that I do have conversations with them about. Okay. Um. And the reason for that is because, you know, there's a stigma around sex mm-hmm. um, because we are not taught. We are not taught about. We are not taught in the proper way about these things. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, parents are afraid to talk to their children about these sorts of things. And it's always just don't have sex and boys or girls and something, something, something. Um, and when we do that, we allow our children to be taught by media and music and television mm-hmm. and everything else by their friends and stuff like that. And uh, they get the wrong idea about what sex is not 
you know. And uh, to me, this is important that we start teaching our young ladies and our young men about this so that they learn how to respect themselves um, before they are introduced to the topic of sex. Yeah, because I think when you are awakened to sex before you are awakened to your spiritual self, causes a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It is it is very wise to learn yourself before you try to dive into that world of sexual energy. Yeah. And we do live in a time where we are being raised yeah. with such easy access yeah. to sex and sex images mm-hmm. and all these other things. Yeah. Even as young as ten years old. And younger. And younger. Yeah. Nowadays, you know, I remember back, 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 back and back and say how old I am. <laughs> you know, I'm going way back like that. But we ain't, you know, to watch a porno. Yeah. You had to like. Yeah, you had to do a lot. I remember. When I, was, I remember when I was a kid. You know, walking through the woods, finding like one page of an old magazine, and we was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. You know, everybody would crowd around it, like, "Oh wow, look at that, look at that." Yeah, yeah. You know, but nowadays you just it's like turn on the internet and, and you get to see click, every click. kind of everything. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it desensitizes yeah. a young audience to yeah. a lot of things. Uh, that they really aren't supposed to be privy to in the first place. Right. You know, so it is. I I would say it's smart, Yeah. you know, with that explanation mm-hmm. for a younger audience to read these books, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. to help them. Because I think nowadays that's the new learning pattern. Yeah. you got to teach them ahead of time, right? you know, instead of letting them go through that and then trying to tell them yeah. to calm down. Right, you know? because it, it's like... <laughs> I mean, not. I mean, it is. It is like a drug when you, you know, when you misuse sexual energy, it can really overtake you. And so it's hard. You know, it's easy to be proactive, but once you're already addicted, it's hard to. Yeah, it's hard to go backwards. Like yeah. You know? Yeah. So uh, let's. Uh, before, you know, do you have any advice or motivational advice for a younger audience? You know, and after we answer this question, we're going to go ahead. and go into a song, mm-hmm. uh, and probably take some calls mm-hmm. after that, you know. Yeah. So, you know, before we go into our next song, um, do you have any advice for the young ladies specifically, young ladies who are listening to this that can affect them in a positive way about themselves, mm-hmm. you know, about their own bodies yeah. and what they should be trying to do? I mean... It's, it's the advice that I would have would sound very cliche, you know. Okay. Everybody would say, oh, respect yourself and all this and all that. Yeah. You know, but, um, man, uh, one thing that I, that I can say, um, not so much as advice, but sister to sister, is that, um, one, we have to stop judging each other for the same experiences that we all share. Yeah. That's the first thing. Um, You know, the the sisterhood is so broken down right now, Um, you know, through, through everything that we are really played against each other. Yeah. Um, but the the power that we have is so amazing. So that's really one of the main things that I could say is that um, you know, it's time to cut that stuff out, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like that women to women. Yeah. Women on women violence. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. You know that 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 those insecurities that we carry that, you know, self hatred if we gonna be real yeah. about it. Yeah. Um Right. Uh, you know, all of those things, it's really time to get back to who we are and really help lift each other up. And so that's that's really the main advice that I have right yeah. now. Well, that's, that's love. Well, let, let's get into a song. And uh, after this song, you know, you know, guys, pick up your phone and dial 646-668-2189. Mm-hmm. That phone number again is 646 668 Two one eight nine. That's how you can call in. Yes. We'll take a couple calls. Yeah. Uh, see and, uh, what you guys think about that before yeah. we get into our next subject, which is what is the sacred feminine yoni mm-hmm. and lingam. We'll go into detail about those. Yes. And make sure when you call in, you press one uh, to speak with the host. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we will be right back. Yes, I love her like Egyptian on her description. My royal highness. So many pluses when I bust that there can't be no modest. Whip from yelling, crickets and pros, bitches and hoes, swing things. Over the years I've been up on my toes, and yes, I sing things like Hero. Shit, why? Because them folks might think you soft talking like that. Man, fuck them niggas, I'm going off and coming right back like boomerangs when you thorn. With these old ghetto poems, think it is better for them when they can let they thorn. Down from hitchhiking and biking niggas into the temple, they call divided. Now everybody got it, had it, talked about it amongst their friends. Coming around my crew. Looking jazz and wanna pretend like you misgood it. Both you even both knew that you got coached. Like act your punk patience while our nation is a broke, straight sinking. I hate thinking that these the future mamas up by chilling. They fucking a different nigga every time they get the feeling too. I'm willing to go the extra pillow. Need it just to see my senorita get her pillow. On the side of my bed where no good ever stayed. House and doctor was the games we used to play, but now it's real jazz and bear. Black on black, lack no star. star. When is attention so that 
no one knows who us are. Talk bad about her nigga, guaranteed to snap like bra. Straps sticking together like grandma and grandpa par in this doggy dog world. Kitty cats be scratching on my furry coat to curl. Up with me and my bowl of kibbles and bits, I want to earl. Cause most of the girls that we was liking in high school, now they dyking. <laughs> Having no mercy for the disrespect that one Be hanging around the crew looking for fun Dumb, and fine They be asking me all about mine How she do and how she be I know she's sipping that wine behind my back They squawk like vultures Often on that twins and coaches, baby Hey, making it like they sculptured nails But they can go to hell and lay one Use the fuck they burn it anyway Big boy, user and abuser Radio with your host, Woman of the Womb, and the Fall Back Up. Yes. All right, welcome back. Uh, if you just tuned in, we are talking on the subject of the sacred feminine yoni, mm-hmm. which is the vagina. Yep. Uh, or the female energy. Yes. You know, more specifically, it's not yes. just about we're not just talking about vagina. Mm-hmm. We're talking about <laughs> the sacred female energy, which is actually in all things. Yes. Um. And also the sacred male energy, mm-hmm. also known as the lingam. the lingam or the phallus. Yes. 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 All right. And we just got done talking about the book series. The Women of the Womb book series. Can you recap a little yes. bit about that? Which uh, book one is the book of Yoni. Okay. Uh, book two is the book of Cycle. And book three is the book of Healing. Um, so yes, I mean, <laughs> we talked about a lot yes. in terms of that. So uh, if you missed that, you're definitely going to want to go back um, and tune in. Go to uh, ponderbooksandradio.com uh, at the end of this show, and you can listen to the archive, uh, archive episode, uh, the beginning of this episode. Yep. Yeah. That, and sub- don't forget to subscribe to ponderbooksandradio.com. It's only $3 a month. And uh, for subscribing, you get a free copy of all ebooks that are dropped, including um, The Women of the Womb, The Book of Yoni, The Book mm-hmm. of Cycles, The Book of Healing, yep. as well as Introverts Explained. Yep. Everything you need to know about introverts and empaths. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's get into our next subject, which is what is the sacred yoni mm-hmm. and lingam? So, what what is the yoni? What is the sacred yoni? Yes. Well, first. First of all, uh, these two terms, mm-hmm. the yoni linga, which it is called, yoni yeah, like yin yang, yin yang, yeah, the yoni linga. Yoni linga. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. It's so, it's so fun to say. But anyways, um, so every was, culture really has their own their version yoni of linga, linga yes. yin yang, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not one thing, yeah. Right? Where did where did yoni and linga originate? It actually. Those two terms originate from the Hindu Shiva and Shakti. Yes, the worship of that of that god and god. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, but really, those two words, and this is why I'm glad he said that, because no, we are not just talking about vaginas and penises or whatever here, um, because those two words are actually representations of the masculine and the feminine energy. Yes, um, and it's that, like the sun and the moon. Yes. So the moon would be considered the yoni, and yes. the sun would be considered the linga. The linga, yes. energy. Yes, which is um, also, I'm glad that you said that about the whole sun, because the uh the linga is mm-hmm. actually um meant it's like the uh what is it like the ever what is it what is it called like the everlasting fires like the the male fire flame. yeah the, the yeah, flame the flame yeah. right so that's actually and the young be water yes oh okay. Mm-hmm. okay so those are like the two balancing fire and water yeah right they both to bring balance to nature yes yes that's true yes so those two terms. Um, are really like I said, they are about the energy yes. of um, that we possess as men and as women, mm-hmm. um, and then both of those energies that we have within us, and those are the energies of manifestation. The energy of manifestation is also, you know, the the energy of creation, yes. which is sexual energy, which is why those two terms, yes, they do relate to, you know, your your physical body, but it is not only about your physical body. Okay. Yeah. More to it than that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the yoni yep. would be representative also in nature and the lingam as well, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. And uh, let me go a little bit more into the linga mm-hmm. uh, energy. Uh, for the men who are listening, we are sacred as well. You know, I know we all look at women and we go, oh, goddess. Yeah. You are the queen, you're a goddess, you're this, you're that. Mm-hmm. And we put you guys on a big pedestal mm-hmm. like you are gold. And, yeah. You know, and it's true, you 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 deserve that as well. And I know men have been just in control of society for so long that we don't really need any more upping like that. You know, we don't need any more props. <laughs> but at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, the linga itself for thousands and thousands of years, B.C., yeah. I mean, like 20,000 20, B.C., yeah. there are signs that societies worshipped the linga, the phallus, as a symbol of protection, yeah. you know, and you can see that through nature mm-hmm. as well with uh, certain flowers being uh, coming, coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. And these flowers have thorns or they'll have, like, poisonous fruits in the shape of the linga mm-hmm, and the phallus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can see that everywhere. Yeah. So men, we are actually a very sacred uh, being as well. Yes. Correct? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I'm laughing because this is kind of, you know, it makes me think of the whole question about the feminist thing. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, like you said, men have been, in control, you know, this patriarchal society that we live in, yeah. that the feminist movement goes so hard about, you know, women, where it's kind of like, it's almost like they want to be on top. And there is a a balance there that uh-huh. is supposed to be had. And that is what the Yoni Linga represents, that balance. That is what the Yin Yang represents, you know, that balance between those two energies. Mm-hmm. So both are equally as important um, especially in relation to each other. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to speak about the the woman being 
you know, of divinity and yeah. a certain sacredness, the man does as well. Mm-hmm. And just because we live in a, you know, patriarchal society where it's all men run this, that does not mean that men understand, understand their mm-hmm. sacredness. It's yeah. a control and power thing. It's not, you know, it has that whole thing has nothing to do with spirituality you know? Yeah, I mean, in reality, they're all one thing, correct? Yes. Like, even the word yin-yang yes. is it's one right. word. Right, it's not like yin and yang. It's not yin and There is <laughs> yeah. no such thing as yin-yang. Yeah, there's no but separation. There is no separation. It's just yin-yang, which, yeah. which is the same with Yoni Linga. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, I think people need to acknowledge that a little bit more mm-hmm. about there is no separation in male and females. The reason yeah. your brain is put together with both sides, yeah. the left and the right, the male and the female, yeah. but it's one brain. If yeah. you separate your brain, you know. <laughs> right. it, you wouldn't function properly. Yeah. But in reality, that's actually what's happening yeah. nowadays in today's society. Yeah. Society is that humans are separating those things with those connections within their brain mm-hmm. so that they do not function Properly, right. you can see it in the way they live their lives, their lifestyles, mm-hmm. uh, and things of that nature. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and I, you know, that kind of goes back to our, talk, you know, a little bit what we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. um, as far as that separation between men and women, because we have been conditioned to separate. You yeah. know, it's either good or bad, light or darkness. Yeah. You know, good or evil, this or that. Yeah. Um, when in reality, they are two halves of a of whole, a whole yeah. that you need to, you know, for the, the big picture. Yeah. For that you, uh, do you think that the usage of words, specific words, uh, have to do with that? You know, how we are taught to call our phallus, our linga, other things, other things mm-hmm. more derogatory terms, yeah. you know, through music and really at school also, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and just growing up not ever using, even using the term linga. Yeah. And or not ever, I've talked to so many people this week, and they're like, what is a yoni, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think that has a lot to do with it because there are, like I said earlier, there are certain connotations to words. Uh-huh. Um, and, you, I mean, we're, for the most part, we're all adults, so we know what is what. I don't need to go into those things. Yeah. But um, when you have that certain energy behind the word. Yeah. Uh, what you what you call it is how you perceive it, you know? Yeah. And so if it's, oh, that's just a whatever, then that is just a whatever. There's no, there's, you have no respect for it. You don't honor it. Yeah. You know, so you treat it any kind of way. Mm-hmm. You treat your own self any kind of way. And others. And others any kind of way. Yeah. You know, because there is no respect there. For what what it actually is and the energy that it actually possesses. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm glad you said about the energy. Mm -hmm. Um, The male and just a cool effect. Yeah. You know, male and female energy, like you said, are the energies of manifestation. Yeah. The energies of creation. Mm -hmm. You know, once more people realize that we are miracle makers, Mm -hmm. then we will make more miracles happen. We will manifest more things into mm-hmm. our life, but we first need to enter over and understand that those both are within us first yeah. to balance them within ourselves first, mm-hmm. the male and the female, and then use that to have balanced relationships, yeah. you know, uh, 
which create manifestation. Manifestation. Mm-hmm. That actually, this is a cool fact. Uh, there's a guy named uh, William Reich. Everybody, you know, go look this up. Go Google William Reich, an organ energy uh, scientist. He was actually one of Freud's, the master of psychology, one of Freud's students. And, you know, he went on about it himself to study sexual energy. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to study the actual energy of sex. He didn't want to study, you know. Like sex. Yeah, so. sex, like what, how men see women. Or yeah, women. yeah. And he understood, you know, from feeling it. Because, you know, when you have sex, yeah. You can feel this great force. Yeah. He was like, Oh my God, what is that? Yeah. And people, and that's what people get addicted to. Yes. To creating that force yes. over and over and over again. They're like, Wow, what is that? I want to feel that again. It <laughs> yeah. feels so good. Yeah. And they don't realize that that is the literal force of nature. Mm-hmm. It's the literal force of creation. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. It's the actual force that's keeping you alive. That's yes. pumping your heart. Yeah. During the day, mm-hmm. it's called, and many different cultures have different names. Uh, one is chi. Yeah. If you want to look in more Asian cultures, mm-hmm. uh, chi is called is life force. Yeah. Um, soul. Yeah. The soul is your life force. Is what mm-hmm. keeps you alive. These things could people take pictures of these things. You can see them. You know, um, kundalini yeah. is a, is a is a very important one. I think mm-hmm. kundalini. Probably like the it's probably like the biggest one that people need to talk about because mm-hmm. that's the one that is most interacting when you connect those two male and female yeah. forces together. Yeah. Can you uh, explain a little bit more about that? About the Kundalini, Kundalini energy? You, yeah. So people could feel that or how that works? Yeah. So this kind of uh, goes back to a little bit that we when we were talking about the cervix. Um, and our chakras and stuff like that. Yeah. So the kundalini energy starts at the base of all your chakras, which is the root chakra, mm-hmm. right? So with the yoni and the linga in the cervix uh, specifically, the, the lingam is really like a key that activates your kundalini energy, right? Mm-hmm. Activates your life force, your sexual energy. So when that, you know, is inserted and that hits the cervix, that then, you know, sparks uh, that energy that started from the root shock. Okay, for everybody listening, we are now talking about the kundalini, which is a dormant energy that Mm -hmm. everybody has within their body. It's located at the root of the spine or in the sexual organs themselves. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. And when you combine the two organs, which are the, Yoni mm-hmm. and the linga, yeah. then you are sparking this energy yeah. into awakening. Yes. yes. Correct? Because mm-hmm. it's actually a conscious energy. It is. It's like a living being of energy within you. Mm-hmm. Not your soul. You know, everybody, you know, for the religious people listening, they're yeah. probably like, oh, well, we got a soul. We got, I know about the soul and the spirit. Yeah. What are they talking about? What they, yeah, linga too? <laughs> yeah, yoni? <laughs> no, you actually do. There is actually a dormant energy that is within you, that when you interact in sexual relations, it sparks and it comes alive. Yeah. And it's trying to escape through the top of your head. It's trying to reach that. It's trying to crown. reach the crown, yeah. which is the top of your head, yeah. and not your genitals. Yes. It's not trying to make you yes. ejaculate. Right. It's trying to make you enlightened. Yes. Am I correct? Yes. So, so, you know, with that being said, um, 
you know, that kundalini energy, once, you know, that once it is sparked, yeah. it is an energy that is meant to travel up and through all of your all of your seven chakras that are along your spine. Okay. What happens is, which goes back to uh, language, which goes back to our conditioning, is that we think of everything uh, sexually. We think of everything on a physical level. Now, if you go back to last week's show, we talked about the heart chakra being in the middle, um, you know, of all of your other chakras, your lower and your higher chakras. Yeah. Your lower chakras are are your physical, uh, you know, that really control your physical being. The upper chakras or the higher chakras are what, uh, you know, control your spiritual self. So because our ideas and our conditioning about sex is, uh, you know, generalized to just our our physical part, that kundalini energy, that life force energy never makes it past, uh, really never makes it, for most people, never makes it past the sacral chakra, which is really your your sexual energy chakra right there. Which is, where, where is that? Which is that, uh, that realize people are listening, like what yeah, they're talking we're... about. Okay, so your your lower chakra is your yes. root. That's the bottom. Your root is the very first one. Okay, and the it's... sacral chakra is where is that located? Okay, so your root is the first one. Your uh, sacral chakra is is more of like it's not right where your belly button is because uh-huh. that is actually your soul. You know, your solar plexus, soul body right there. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's a, it's about halfway in between. Where it's under your belly button. It's like right underneath your and belly The button. bottom belly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yes, where was that? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Where was so that? So mind. the energy, yeah, I'm getting to enough. Yeah. So the energy is really just leaving your root, and it's not even getting past that. It's just yeah. going up a little bit, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. just so going back down. Yeah, so then you feel it, and then you're like, oh, my goodness, it's so good. And then before, you know, because people forget or they are not aware of the fact that it is supposed to travel through your entire body. That energy that you yeah. feel is supposed to travel to the top of your and head. And give you a full body uh, orgasm. Yes, correct? an internal In- orgasm rather yeah, than, than uh, you, you know, yeah, external. Yeah. And when you, what happens is, one, because that energy only goes but so far. Uh-huh. And then you're like, oh, my God, this feels so good. And then you spit it back out, Right. Yeah. You are literally taking that that life force energy and you are dispersing it out of your body. So with that, which is not a good, which is not a good thing. And that's why you know that saying when you have sex, you give a piece of yourself away. I mean, that's literally what's happening. You are you are giving away your vital life, your life force. I think that energy. term has more than one meaning. Uh, meaning. You are giving away that life force, which yeah. is called the sacral. Is that what is uh, seminal? Yes. It's a seminal energy. Everybody, write that down. Mm-hmm. Seminal energy. Look that up. Uh, that's your. That's when you uh, ejaculate. Mm-hmm. That's your life force that you're giving out. That's yeah. killing you every single time yeah. that you do that. Yeah. You know, the whole point of that is to make life when you ejaculate, it's called yeah. seminal energy. Mm-hmm. But I think that term, uh, you're giving yourself away, works in two ways because yeah. you're giving away your life force, mm-hmm. but you're also giving away part of your aura to yeah. that other person yeah. because oh, once you activate your kundalini, it works in a rotational pattern. Mm-hmm. It goes from the bottom, it goes to the top. But when two people connect, 
once it reaches your top, it comes back down on my top yeah. and goes to my bottom until it reaches your root again yeah. and then back it's up. It's supposed to circulate. It's a circular, so it's a circular thing, which mm-hmm. is circulates in us by ourselves. So right. mine is circulating right now. You know, yours is circulating. You, if we were one entity doing that, mm-hmm. then it would circulate through both bodies. Right. Correct? Mm-hmm. And that in turn leaves a piece of me yeah. with you literally. Oh, like yeah. you would take on pieces of my personality at that point because we are sharing our souls yeah. together. Yeah. When people have sexual relations, it's not about just sex. The yeah. sex. Yeah. We got to stop. And I hate to sound like a, you know, like a I hate to sound like, yeah, like a preacher. Yeah. Right <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. We literally have to Stop teaching children yeah. and teens, you know, yeah. who aren't even mature enough. I know a lot of teens are listening to like, oh, <laughs> they're talking about vagina and penises. <laughs> and they're laughing their butt off around, like, ha, 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 I don't take none of this serious, <laughs> right? Yeah. But that's because we taught them to do that. Yeah. And we taught them to listen to certain music that just downgrades everything. Mm-hmm. There is no spiritual aspect of things, yeah. entertainment to yeah. them, yeah. you know, which and they need to know better because if they knew better, they would live longer. Mm-hmm. It would be more of a people of a higher spiritual worth and power. Mm-hmm. Our power would be grander. Yes. And therein lies the problem. We're giving away our power. Yeah. There's a power within us mm-hmm. that we need to keep and we need to mold and we need to do certain things with. And it's not entertaining enough to keep it. Yeah. You know, we've made we everything is so fast now. Yeah. It's like boom, 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 boom. I get her right now, I do that right now, I do this right now, I need it right now. Yeah. Right now, right now, right now. <laughs> I need to feel that feeling right now. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying to wait still, right? Yeah. You know? But it's cool. I mean, it's it's not a bad thing to have sex. So let's not get that twisted. Yeah. Sex has a purpose. Mm-hmm. I think it just needs to be taught. The right way. The right, right way. way. Yeah. It would be way more enjoyable for you if you knew how to do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I I I also believe that that is one of the main reasons why um, sex is so unfulfilling to a lot of people, especially women. Yeah. Um, because and and this is kind of another thing that goes back to the book in you know, the uh, the thing between men and women mm-hmm. because men have not, first of all, they have not taken the time to really figure out their own bodies, okay? Um, and then they have not taken the time to to uh, understand the female's body and the way that it works, mm-hmm. you know? <clears throat> and uh, and because they, they don't have the understanding, you know, it really becomes... It really, first of all, is a selfish thought before all of that, you know, because we are operating from our lower self. Your um, your root chakra, which is one thing that if you go and research this, um, is is responsible for filling your basic needs and desires. Mm-hmm. So when you have that imbalance, uh, you know, that is where a lot of lust comes from, a lot of selfish desire comes from. And so if we, we relate that back to sex, and operating from your lower self, when you look at sex, it's about a selfish thing. Oh, I'm, you know, I, I want this, and I, I want this feeling, and I want blah, 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 blah. So I think that, uh, you know, by really un- under 
inner overstanding all of those things, understanding the male body and the way that energy works and the female's body and the way her energy works, mm-hmm. um, you know, would help people just <laughs> have better sex. Yeah. That's yeah, true. just being honest. That's, you know? that's true. But, we, yeah. but, you know, society is, it works in two opposite ways at the same time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't allow you to learn. Yeah. And then it forces you into it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it makes it so that just doing it is accepted, but learning about it is not right. You know, yeah. which is way backwards yeah. than anything else. You know, they try to teach you in school. This, that, that <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. They're not teach you anything. Yeah. So let's get that out of the way right now. <laughs> you know, and I'm, that's one thing I'm not scared to say about, you know, because I was raised going to school. And one thing I know about going to school, I didn't learn anything until I left school. I mean, I learned the basics. You know, right. your basics one, yeah. two, three, A, B, C, right. L, P. You know, but it is when you leave stuff, school yeah. and you start researching yourself and experiencing things. Yeah. That is too late. Right. And you look back and you say, "Wait a minute, I should have. Why they didn't teach me this in school?" Yeah. Because I believe they don't want you to really know that. So there's a reason that we're having these conversations on this show right now. The main reason we we do this show is because these topics of conversation are not mainstream topics. Yeah. People don't speak on these topics because they don't feel like people will connect to them and relate. Mm-hmm. So we're giving people this platform to to relate to these topics that are very important to talk about, and hopefully eventually these will become the main topics and will become the opposite way right. yeah. around, mm-hmm. you know. And this is a main topic of how we use sex, you know, and it's just that's just a crazy thought to me that we think how, how am I trying to say this that we think it's okay to have sex, <laughs> but we don't even want we don't even learn how to do it right. Right. You know. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> okay. Oh, I know you're like oh god. Okay. Like I, said, I just want to say this out loud so men know this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where are you men, going with this? Men need to know. You know, you're a yes. sexually active person, right? You have you have done this before. Yes. Correct? Uh-huh. So that whole concept of just, like, on, <laughs> on, rap, like on rap music, it was like, hit it, hit it hard, hit it hard, I beat it up, I make you scream. You know what I'm saying? That's not something women actually like. No, not at all. Right? Uh, No, no. Uh, I think I'm, I, I am kind of glad that you asked that mm-hmm. because, this goes back to that cervix conversation, right? Okay. In so doing cervix, all of that, that has something to do with yeah, yeah. why women. Well, first of all, because that's just an uncomfortable feeling. Number one. Yeah. Okay, you got to understand that there's a lot of friction happening there. So when you're doing all that extra, that is not that's not pleasurable. First yeah. of all. One oh, before we get into that, one thing that I want to say about that is a lot of times, uh, porn the um, idea yeah. of masturbation, mm-hmm. those things come into play there because in that moment the man is not even thinking about the woman. He's like, oh, real fat. Like, you know, just yeah. how men, how they masturbate, yeah. you know? And it is that same process, but you just have a woman there rather than your hand. So that's the first thing that I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. The second thing is that <clears throat> your intention is everything. That is something that is felt. Whether you specifically say what your intentions are, it doesn't matter. That thought 
is already there. That energy is already put out there. Your body, and we talked about this when we talked about aura and your subtle bodies and the energies that, you know, that you feel when you are around certain people. Mm-hmm. So when you enter a woman with that ill intent, with that selfishness, yeah. you know, that lustful desire that you have, yeah. that energy is transmitted to her. It is felt in her body. Mm. It is then stored, okay, when we go back to that cervix conversation, it is then stored in her cervix. Mm -hmm. It is then, from the root chakra, transmitted to all of her other chakras, which feel that energy that you are putting into her. Mm. So that whole, oh, beat it up type thing, that's abuse. You're abusing the service. You are you're abu- you're not just the service. You're abusing that woman's body. Yeah. Let's just be cl- very clear about what that is. Mm-hmm. A lot of people take that for a joke. You know, oh, it's funny. It's ha ha he he he. Yeah. You are abusing that woman's body, and she can feel that. Whether she, yeah, yeah, and so that's why it's like when it's done, one, she's unfulfilled, but then two, she is messed up mentally, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually because you have just put her through an act of abuse. Yeah, yeah, you have defiled a sacred temple. Yes, you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Mm -hmm. because the yoni is a sacred temple for real. Yeah, it's a portal. Yeah, correct. It is. It brings life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and for it to be downplayed and, uh, you know, treated as as if it's just some kind of physical hole for you to play with. Right. You know, your stuff off is really a sickening thing to think think about uh, in reality. If you you don't, for the male and female, for Mm -hmm. for a female to use her own as if it is just a pleasure hole for her or the man to do the same, yeah. you know, and I think that's why, you know, your book that we were talking about earlier, the mm-hmm. book of Yoni, now available now for pre-order on podcast.com. I think that is a, a great thing for women as well as men, but mainly for women yeah. because we are now in a society where our young women are taught growing up that it is just a pleasure hole and that they should use it to yeah. get whatever they want out of life and yeah. do this and that. You can see it in their actions, their yeah. thoughts, and their mannerisms. Mm-hmm. And men, you know, we we dumb. You know? <laughs> We're not dumb. I'm just putting that out there for the women to so <laughs> feel better about what I'm about to say. <laughs> but we we look at you guys and we play dumb. We play dumb to it. We like, oh, yeah, she's going to give me all that. Yeah. Because, you know, we see the signs when a woman is not, Mentally, spiritually, or physically stable, stable yeah. or treating herself as a yeah. Now, when a woman does do this, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just saying this because you know I know the men listening they don't agree with me. Yeah. But when a woman does treat herself, hold herself, hold to, herself to that standard, we notice. Yeah. We notice. Oh yeah. And if and if we're the type of men who hold ourselves to that standard then we're attracted to that. Yeah. But if we're not, we look at that like, oh no, nah, let me not talk to her. Because she gonna turn me down because she gonna know what I want, oh, yeah. and I just want this one thing. Yeah. So specific energies attract like energies. Mm-hmm. That's why it's good to learn yourself yeah. and become that sacred person that you are, yep. because you attract these energies into your life and you reflect the energies 
that are not in your life. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah, dead on. Yeah. Yeah. The sacred yoni. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. You know, and um, it it is it is important for the woman first because y- y'all can't do nothing until we say yes. You know. Yeah. And so by us first having this knowledge about ourselves. Just how you said, one, we attract certain people into our lives, but then we are able to, you know, to see and be like, yeah, no, not that one. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And we create a higher, a higher standard. Yeah. And then it's like if y'all, <laughs> y'all would have nothing else to do but put yourself to but, a different standard. Yeah, or well, we would never get anything. You would never get nothing. Yeah. So, you know. That's true. There's certain things you have to do as a woman and as a man, Yeah. you know, to be at that standard. Yeah. And you can see it in women. Yeah. We're about to actually about to play a song uh, called uh-huh. Yoni yeah. that I've actually made. Yeah. And on that song, I do describe what a woman who has a sacred Yoni is and what and what she does and how she, you know. Takes care of How herself. she takes care of herself. Yes. because and you And how men notice that and look at it and say, oh, okay, yeah, she's a goddess. Mm-hmm. And we know there's different little things you guys do. We be paying attention. Ladies, we are not guys. You guys. I call everybody you guys, and that is not good to do. No. You know? Acknowledge, you acknowledge the women the sitting women. in front of you. Yes. And that's what this whole show is about. Yes. Acknowledging the guys. Yes. All right. So we are going to go into the next song. And when we come back, we're actually going to talk a little bit more about that, about what it means to uh, take care of yourself and maintaining the health of the yoni. The health of the yoni. Yes. So, Thank here you. we are. Today, I want to talk to you about yoni or yoni. It's not just your sexual energy. It's energy of creation itself. Sorry, so erotic. Practicing her balance. Yoga in the morning. Salamba on the palate. Maddie in the forest, the avocado salad, learning and informing, novel and her palate, detoxing and reading as she eat water and peaches, she say she going vegan so that yoni is the sweetest, you amazing to me goddess, amazing how she's staying, amazingly she conscious, sunbathing and moon gazing, no makeup on her face, no weave up in her hair, no nonsense on TV, live life without a care, poetry or painting, aesthetic or her ting, reggae on her playlist, copper on her ring, be positive and live more or you're probably not her friend. Drifting through the thrift store, then probably H&M. And if you're blessed to date her, then just try to keep it tan. He pulled his wallet out at dinner. She said, nah, I'm paid for him. That's what's up. And if you do your research, it was actually the women. Women were thought to be goddesses. And the yoni, or yoni, was worshipped. There was no inhibition about that area. There was no taboo about it. Her clothes to vodka, her flesh a tone of copper, her sex can open chakras, her breasts a perfect posture, her heart is cold as ice, her passion fold of lava, you can have it but can't keep it. Guess less is more than nada. A secret, I can keep it, unless you want some problems, believe me, I go deep in, go NASA on the nana, go yogi on that yoni, Mufasa on that yaya, come see me on this weekend, Mikasa and Sukasa, we are one in love and so, when she come, we come, as above and so below. 
Each one teach one. Plant a seed and let it grow. It reap in season. They say if you let it go and it return even. So it wasn't like before. Then keep believing. Don't ask why they let it go. Don't need a reason. Spend time thinking on the low. Then you need a refund. Life works just like dominoes. Pizza, pizza. Yeah. And that time, I really, when he walked through the door, I felt completely like, like it was the first time that we met again. And it was amazing. And I had all this energy. I felt really good. Welcome back to Inner Thought Radio with your host, The Fall Back Up and Woman of the Womb. Wait, he did that backwards. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a, <laughs> I like it like, like that. Hello. We flipped it around. I mean, we are talking about the Yoni Linga, so, you know, we could put the lovely feminine energy before the male energy sometimes. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mm-hmm. All right, so welcome back, right. either way, to NSR Radio, Episode 3. Uh, yeah. You are just now tuning in. Um, you know, we started off talking about the mm-hmm. Woman of the Womb book series yes, uh, written by myself. Um, Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, it's a three-part series that will be um, dropping, you know, three different times coming up during the new year. Uh, book one, the book of Yoni, will be dropping in January. But you can go ahead and uh, pre-order now on PonderBooksAndRadio.com. Um, you know we've got the discounted rates right now. But if you subscribe to the website uh, for three dollars a month, you can get the ebook for free and half off of the paperback version. Uh, you know, which is actually a better deal um, as far yeah, as pre-orders go. Uh, so, yes, we talked about that, book one, book of Yoni, book two, the book of cycles, okay. uh, and then book three, the book of healing, um, you know, which will be coming out during the spring and summertime of next year, those those second and third books. Yeah. Uh, and then we uh, got a little bit, wow, we talked a lot about, you know, during that second half there about uh, yeah, the Yoni Lingo we did. Stuff. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. I think everybody needs to, to hear it. If you didn't hear it, uh, make sure after the show is over, you go to PonderBooksAndRadio.com and you uh, listen to it on our archive, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we talked about the the Yoni Linga, um, you know, that the sexual energy, things of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that is definitely a great topic. I can't even recap all of that. Um, okay, oh, sorry. our next topic is actually uh, the health of the yoni linga yes. uh, or the male and female energies or the phallus, which is the men, mm-hmm. and the yoni or mm-hmm. vagina, which is the woman's. Yes. Uh, I think this is probably uh, the most important part of the show, yeah. talking about the health. 
Yeah. You know, and why we should keep it healthy and what we're what we're what we're looking for. At least with you know, speaking on from the male point of view with the linga, uh, it is it is important to note that having a high what we're looking for in our linga or our phallus is a high uh, sperm count and high sperm production, you know? And that's what we're looking for when we're looking to have healthy linga. Um, So how do we do that? How do we keep that linga healthy? How do we keep it healthy and what what are the things that we need to do, you know? Um, and why will we do that? You know, yeah. main thing is because we enter the yoni. Yes. Correct? Yes. And I know people are like, okay, the number one reason I want to keep it healthy is because it's attached to my body. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's just like wiping your feet before you walk into a sacred temple. Or before you walk into your house. Or before you walk into your house, which yes. is your temple as well. Yes, yes. That is very and true. Is form of sacred sex. Yes, it is. You know? Uh, would you like to see if any one of our callers would like to say something? Yeah. Let's, let's check. Let's see if one a caller would like to to speak oh, on this baby. subject. Uh, hey, caller, did you have anything you wanted to add to the conversation this evening? Hello? Um, I actually, hello? Yeah. Yes. We missed the first part um, where you all were just talking about. Um, can you kind of explain the yoni again? I'm just now tuning in. I'm sorry, or maybe for someone else who's just now tuning in to kind of catch them up too, because I'm a little bit um, behind. Yeah, like to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm yes. I'm actually glad that you asked that. Um, no worries. Don't be sorry. <laughs> but uh, the yoni. <clears throat> Is actually really it's a it's another name for the woman in her her sacred space. Uh, that's literally what that word translates um, translates into. Mm-hmm. It's a Sanskrit word that means your sacred womb, your sacred temple. So when we speak about that, one we are speaking you know about the woman in her uh, sexual organs, but we are also speaking on the energy um, that is that is stored um, in our womb. Um, so that mm-hmm. that's pretty much what that is uh, in a nutshell. Is there anything else you wanted to add to that? To the yoni? Yeah. The yoni is a sacred temple. It's mm-hmm. the a wom- woman, a woman is actually a portal to yes. another dimension. Yes. And it, your yoni or your vagina yes. area area is not just used for sexual mm-hmm. pleasure, yes. but it is used to Create yes. to manifest, mm-hmm. and not just physical life, but um, it. And going back to what I was saying, that it is uh, you know, the energy that feminine energy um, is what the yoni is. So that is something that permeates through all of nature. So it's not just uh, related to the woman specifically. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about manifesting things, mm-hmm. um, you know, that it's more than just manifesting uh, new life, and more than just procreation. But it is, uh, you know, it's about the creation of all of all things. Yeah. So, yeah. The sacred feminine energy. Yeah. Yoni. So does the, they do, the they male? Do. Um, sorry. So does the male um, energy? I'm not sure what it's called. Um, 
does it have the same kind of power and influence or is it is it um just as powerful but different or yes yes it, it is, is. It is the same, but it's different. It's a balanced power. Yes. Uh, but it has different functions. Yes. It is. A, it is more so to protect. Yeah. You know, uh, ancient civilization. I'm, I'm glad you said that because many ancient civilizations did not worship the yoni; they worshipped the linga, the linga, mm-hmm. uh, including Egypt, Rome, Troy. Uh, all of these nations worship the linga in Egypt. Uh, is it is important to note first of all that they didn't view sex how we view sex today. Mm-hmm. They knew that it was the energy used to create. Yeah. You know, children didn't wear clothes until they were in their teens. You know, a lot of the statues in Egypt have an erect yeah. penis. Linga, yeah. Linga, mm-hmm. phallus. Yeah, and that is, I'm sorry, that is what that energy is called for the for the masculine component. It's the yes. linga or lingam, you know, you could say either one. So yes. yes, but it is a very sacred energy, and it is equal. Uh, neither one is more than the other. Yes. So, like, the moon, the, the force that the moon has on the earth is the yoni energy, mm-hmm. literally, yes. and the force that the sun creates on the earth is the linga yes. energy. You need both to have harvest. Yes. How does that go? <laughs> that the sun... That's what, and then the moon. Do you, you remember oh, the saying? thing? Oh man, I can't, uh, I can't think of it. The sun grows, or the everything grows because of the sun and ripens because, because of, of the, the moon. moon. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, so you need, <laughs> you need both energy. So one is not more important than the other. But you know, nowadays uh, the linga energy is not talked about as much as the yoni. Yeah. So yes. Okay. Did you get something think, out of that? Yeah, I understand now. I think that answers all my questions, too. Thank you. Yes, thank you. All right. So uh, thank you to that to that caller. Um, mm-hmm. I'm glad she did ask those questions because that kind of uh, caught us back up to yeah. people who are just now tuning in. Yeah. Um, so right now we're going to jump back, do a little rewind, mm-hmm. um, as we are talking about the health of the yoni and the linga and why uh, you were talking about why it's important for uh, men to maintain the health of, of that. Yes. You know. Um, and you were on the, the giving the analogy of walking into the... Yeah, yeah, the first reason we want to keep it healthy is because we we enter that into the sacred yoni. Yeah. You know, uh, we need to take that a lot more serious. Mm-hmm. We are sharing energy and we are taking energy with that, yeah. with, with with our phallus, uh, as we create and we as we do sexual acts. Mm-hmm. So, and if we're going to have sex, and if we're going to do these things, we want to make sure it is for a positive purpose. Yes, yeah. you know the creation of life, the creation of ideas, mm-hmm. the creation of manifestation. Mm-hmm. You know, and the things we're looking for are high sperm count. Yeah, you know or a high production, mainly a high production sperm, because mm-hmm. you're not really looking to use your sperm up. Yeah. You Men, please listen to this. Mm-hmm. You actually want to keep your sperm. This is true. You don't want to just give it away. Yeah. And I know people are thinking, like, what do you, what do, you do then? Right. 
the way you're actually supposed to have an energy exchange, you're just supposed to hold on to it. Yeah. We're not really supposed to ejaculate on the outside yeah. form. Because if you go back to what we were talking about earlier, that is your life force. That is your life yeah, force. That you're, you're literally, you know. That you're giving away. Yeah. So really what you're looking for in a health matter is a high production more than a count. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, both are very, very good. So what do we do? What do? How do we do that? How do we get a high production? How do we make sure our lingas are super healthy and our energy is and not toxic? And not toxic. I'm yes. glad you said that. Yes. Um, you know, a couple of things you can do. First of all, number one, diet. Yes. The things that you eat are you. Well, I said that completely. <laughs> you are what you are what you eat. But you know what I mean. <laughs> That's a great. I'm, I love that saying. Yeah. Because it's so you true. Literally, yeah. You literally, you literally are what you eat. A lot of our food nowadays is very acidic. Yeah. You drink Coca Cola, you are murdering yourself. Yeah, you, you are. know. If you drink sodas, you're killing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, down to the foods we eat that we think are good. Yeah. You know, I know, I don't want to keep putting out that you should eat meat, but I do want to keep putting out that <laughs> right. you should not eat meat. <laughs> Because it is, it's literally toxic to your it's body. It's literally toxic to your body. You're yeah. not supposed to eat it. Yeah. You know, um, and a lot of people are addicted to these things that we're we're going. I'm going to say mm-hmm. right now. You know, a lot of people don't want to change their diets because they're addicted to certain foods. Yeah. They don't want to admit it, but they can't wake up and not eat bacon. Yeah. That's an addiction. Yeah. That needs to be checked. Yeah. You know, we all look at other people and we say, "Oh, he's addicted to this." What's wrong with him? And then we go and do something that we're addicted to, and we don't even realize it, like drink coffee. Yeah. That's an addiction, mm-hmm. you know? Reading too much is an addiction. There's a, there are positive and there are negative addictions out yeah. there, but yeah. they're all addictions. Anything you do outside of the norm or not in a... There's a where it's like a... Uh, moderation. Yes. Not in moderation, yes. then it is an addiction. So, you know, first is diet. You don't want to do that. Second is... Smoking, mm-hmm. you know, smoking of cigarettes or even marijuana. Yeah. I know people don't want to hear that. They're like, what? Yeah. Marijuana? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't smoke weed. Yes. If you're trying to get your health of your lingo correct. You gotta, your body in general. Your body in general. <laughs> you have to cut all of these, all of these things out, yeah. you know. Um, so these are other addictions. So addictions, yeah. period, of hurt the sperm production mm-hmm. and the sperm um, count, yeah. which make up your seminal fluid, seminal oh, energy. Yeah. Your seminal energy. It's important to note that once you, the production of the of sperm create a force, yeah. a life force yeah. that can be measured. This yeah. is what keeps you alive. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this is why some babies are born stronger than others and bigger. Than yeah, others and I do want to touch on that. A little yeah, bit. because it's your, it's your it's your life force. Yeah. Um, another thing, folic acid, eating a lot of good green stuff, vegetables. These are things that you want. You want to do, do yeah. that. Okay. You want to do that. Here's a little less known one. You know, I know people are like, oh, of course, you drink alcohol. Of course, that's bad for you. Oh, I get that, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, coffee, I get it. So what? Do, Tell me something new, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Here's one. Uh, men are not actually supposed to be in saunas or hot tubs. Mm-hmm. Not something we're supposed to do. Really? Think about it like this. We have a scrotum, which is a sac that holds our 
seminal energy. It mm-hmm. creates. That's where it's at. It's not actually in our phallus, which is the shaft. Yeah, it's not it's, an internal thing. It's not it's, external. Yeah. Okay. So this thing hangs outside. Why does it hang and it's not inside like a woman's organs? You got to ask yourself that. Why yeah. do we have something hanging off of our body, but it's not inside of us? Okay. The reason that it's outside and it's hanging like that is because it needs to keep cool. For, it's just like going outside. So it needs to stay at a certain temperature. It needs so to what? stay at a certain temperature because it has living organisms in it. Mm. And you can't have them baking inside of you. Uh, so it's outside because you, it stays cooler that way right. than being inside your body, which is the incubator. Right. Women yeah. are incubators. Ah, incubate that makes baby. so much sense. Mm-hmm. We keep the baby cool. As they grow and they grow there, you know, and they do their thing. So by being in a sauna too long, it lowers the production. Wow. Which lowers the count. Wow. Yes. So we're not actually supposed to be sitting in saunas. (laughs) We're not actually supposed to be sitting in hot water of any kind. And actually, if you ask your doctor, they'll tell you this. They recommend that you only do that for if you have to. If you were wanting to, I gotta be in the sun. I'm trying to lose weight. I gotta, I gotta be in the, I gotta be in the hot tub. It, it helps me with my headaches. <laughs> and you know, try to do only 15 minutes a week, mm. not a day, right. a whole week. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it means you're really not supposed to do that. It's really bad for for the linger. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any? Uh, well, I do kind of want to add. Well, yes, but I do kind of want to stay on that male topic for a moment. Uh-huh. Um, in kind of throwing out other reasons why that is very important. You said, you know, because you have to enter the woman. Yeah. And the literally, yes, you are what you eat. Uh, so I kind of want to touch on that in, in two different two different ways. So when you eat things that are toxic toxic to your body. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're, you know, where you, ex, what is it, excrete all these toxins come through your sexual organs. Yeah. You pee through, you know, down there, you blah, 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 right? Yeah. So all of your toxins then have to pass through that same area mm-hmm. where, you know, semen and sperm come through, mm-hmm. right? So that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing, when you put toxic uh, sperm into a woman, mm-hmm. that is now in her, and that is where a lot of women get these diseases from, fibroids. are toxic, and they are literally poisoning, you know, the children that are 
that are in in that. And really, if you think about it, if you're not taking care of yourself in these manners, then you're not just physically toxic. You're mentally and emotionally toxic as well. Yes, you are. Yeah. Because it all goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, You have one body. Your mind is what makes you think uh, things to do. Yeah. uh, Truthfully. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um... Okay. Uh, so, so yeah, that, you know, as far as uh, the men go, women as well, it is important for us to take care of our, our bodies, one, you know, definitely for ourselves, mm-hmm. but uh, for the child, because, you know, we don't enter the man, although our health does affect the man as well, mm-hmm. but for the most part, because of what is going to grow inside of our womb, so it's the same thing. The same thing that a man really, well, most of the things that a man should do for himself in terms of uh, diet and things of that nature are the yeah. same thing for a woman to, to keep, do, herself, to healthy. keep herself healthy and clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, another thing mm-hmm. that I did want to touch on also about men and, you know, entering the female Zoom, a lot of times, and this is for men, you know, y'all talk a lot, y'all like, oh, my goodness, the woman has this kind of thing going on or this type of scent going on and stuff like that. And typically, a lot of times, yes, it does come from the things that she puts into her body, but the men, y'all, contribute a lot to that as well. So before you look to your woman to say certain things about her, you also have to check the health of your sexual self yep. as well. Yep, and that's why I said it. The first thing yeah. of importance for a man Yeah to keep themselves healthy is because yeah. they have to enter mm-hmm. a woman and that directly affects yeah. the yeah. yoni, yeah. which directly affects the linker. Yes. So uh, we're going to play another quick song, and when we come back, I do want to continue on this topic of health. Um, and I do want to go into a little bit about procreation, even though this is not, you know, specifically about that topic. I do want to touch on that a little bit when we come back. Okay. All right. Catching 
what they saying, boo. When you out there in the world, I'm still your girl. With all my classes, I don't have the time for life, girl. So when you sweating on stage, think of me when you rhyme. And don't be listening to your homies, they yeah, so what you saying, I can trust you. Is you crazy? You my king for real. But sometimes relationships get ill. Yes, the ebook though. The ebook. Yeah, well, you get the, you get the paperback half off. Yes, 
So that's where all of the books that we have on our website, uh-huh. um, as well as teacher books that we have coming up. And then some other really cool stuff. You know, we've got our poetic therapy show For coming. Yes, it's a members-only show. So we are starting to get our poets together for that now. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a lot of interesting things coming up this new year. So subscribe yes. and you get a... Uh, first looks at all of those things, a lot of great deals and discounts from yep. different sponsors and stuff that we have. Yep. Um, but, yeah. But, anyway, we were talking about the book series, yep. um, the book of Yoni, which is coming out in January, and then uh, the other two books, the book of Cycles and the book of Healing, which will be coming out uh, later on in the year. Um, and we also talked about... Uh, the the sacred feminine yoni we broke that yes, down what is that yoni linga yoni linga yes, yes. which is uh, one thing one thing yes you are very correct I apologize mm-hmm. for excluding yeah. linga we often get excluded <laughs> <laughs> right so <laughs> talk a little bit about that uh, what those terms mean um, and we we just uh, got done talking about the health um, and why it's important to maintain the health of our yonis and our linga. Yeah. Um, and I kind of did briefly want to touch back, back on, yes, before we tune out. Yeah, go ahead. I want to say something we didn't say. Yeah. You know, I, we touched on uh, keeping the linga and the yoni healthy because they interact with each other. Yes. But it's also important to keep them healthy because they are used for energy flow. Yeah. And you, by not doing certain things, you're blocking yes. the energy flow um, from the linga to the yoni and vice versa back around. Yeah. Uh, on a on a subtle body or a light body mm-hmm. or a or soul level. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then you know also for women, because as I was saying earlier, you know that manifestation energy is not just for bringing life into this world. But ladies, one thing that uh, we don't know is that you can use that same energy to manifest different things in your life. Uh, And this is why, you know, that knowledge of the first show talking about our sacred moon cycles and things like that, you can use all of these, you know, the different periods, um, the different times in your cycle Mm -hmm. to work with that energy that uh, that is stored in your womb to manifest different things. Mm-hmm. So the cleaner, you know, and I'm not just talking about, like, take a shower, wash it off type of clean. I'm talking about internally, you know, by detoxing your yoni, yes. you, um, you allow for a clear flow of that energy. Um, yes, and then, you know, it, it's really just good to... Uh, keep your body free of different diseases and stuff like that. Yes. Um, But one thing that I do want to talk about, because, um, you know, uh, we do want to address the topic of having children. Okay. Right? And it is very important for us to to know that your state of health Mm -hmm. when it comes to men in your sperm and women in their womb uh, obviously directly directly affects the health of your child, right? Yeah. One thing that I thought was very interesting, it actually takes months for, really about three months for men to build up uh, their sperm to a healthy level 
to produce healthy children. Mm-hmm. So when that, you know, people joke all the time about like the, what is it, the 90-day rule, the 30-day rule? What is it? 90 days? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What's that thing like a man book talk about? Something like that. <laughs> about, you know, abstaining for sex for 90 days, whatever, whatever. Okay. Um, it makes a lot of sense in terms of that because in order to produce the healthiest sperm possible, yeah. it takes about three months to do that. Right? Absolutely. Yes, because if you are, you know, if you are filling out that life force energy, you know, it's like, okay, you're starting from ground zero again yeah. and building Getting it back that up. Strong. Getting it, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that was something that I did want to kind con- that I wanted to mention mm-hmm. uh, as far as that goes because you know that not just like the uh, the health aspect of your child but the level of consciousness that your child has as well. Yeah, it, it directly af- it directly affects that. Yeah. So they're you know by allowing that energy to grow within them yes. as well. Yes. So that you're not giving away weak. Right. Weak. Uh, what is the word? I'm looking for sperm. Yes, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're allowing that energy to kind of build up within yourself so that it is of a higher um, potency. Yes, and a higher consciousness. Because you have to understand that these things, you know, are your sperm is, it is a conscious thing. It's a conscious being. Yeah. You know, for that, for your a sperm and an egg to turn into a whole human body, you have to know that these are conscious things. Yes. So, um, you know, that all of those different things tie in to that, the foods that you eat, mm-hmm. you know, holding on to that energy, abstaining from sex, allowing those things to, uh, you know, build so that it is, what did you say, the highest potency? Potency. <laughs> yeah, are, are very important in terms of that. And I say that because, you know, we are at a time where, we are trying to, or where it is important for us to create the next generation yeah. of conscious beings who are aware of their spiritual selves. You that's know, what it's all breaking and that down is, to. That's, yeah, that's pretty much yeah, what Yeah, we're basically trying to teach at least our generation yeah. and the one under us so that by the time they decide to have children, yes. they'll be able to pass these things on. Yes. And we'll have a generation of children and eventually adults mm-hmm. who are fully enlightened mm-hmm. on these type of subjects, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I think that is very, very important, mm-hmm. especially in the times that we live in. We're coming off of a period of first it was forced, Brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Now we brainwash ourselves. And now we're used to the brainwashing. Mm-hmm. We like it. It's just like any other addiction. Mm-hmm. We love it, you know. So we take it upon ourselves now to do it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we don't even realize that we never did these things to ourselves before uh, until recently. Mm-hmm. You know, I can go into a million things about that. But we'll, I'm gonna save that for a different uh, episode. Yes. Yeah. You know. Uh, get back to the yoni. <laughs> okay, yeah. so I just want to recap real quick. The yoni is the female energy. The feminine energy. Oh, the feminine yes. energy. I'm sorry, I, can't, I know I've been saying that. Yes, because when we say show. female, we're you know we're talking about the female. Yeah, yeah. like the feminine. Feminine is yes, encompasses so many things. Yes, and it's not just related to the you know physical manifestation of the woman. So the feminine energy. And the linga is the 
masculine yes. energy. Yes. Okay, that's important to say in those mm-hmm. manners. Mm-hmm. The people understand that. Yeah. They get that. Yes. Okay. So they are forms of energy. And they are one thing. Yes. Correct? Yes. You know? That's, I think that is probably the most important thing that we've touched on this whole entire show mm-hmm. was that the linga, the yoni linga, yeah. is one thing. It's uh, just like yin yang. Yeah. And another way, um, you did not mention this, but this is something that we kind of talked about earlier this week and something that you have posted on Twitter. Another way to really prove that they are one thing mm-hmm. is that when you are, um, you know, when a, a fetus is forming in the mother's womb, mm-hmm. At one point, there there is no distinct there's no distinction between that sexual organ. Before that child, you know, before all those chromosomes are born and blah blah blah, and it turns into a male, mm-hmm. there is a point where the sexual organ actually looks the same. It is and the it, same. It is the exact same. same. It's the exact same thing because the clitoris is actually what it is before it turns into a full, uh, you know, vulva and vagina, and yeah. before it. Which is a literal fact that means all men are women and yep. all women are men. Mm-hmm. Everything is one thing. Mm-hmm. We just have a little bit more of one substance in our body now yeah. that created our clitoris yeah. to grow into a phallus. Right. Because on a, you know, on a spiritual level, mm-hmm. you know, in the other dimensions, <laughs> um Everything is one thing, but when it is manifested into this realm on a physical level, we live in a realm of duality, and that's why we are separate beings. But from you know where we come from, yeah. it is actually it is one entire thing. But we get into this realm, we are separated into two different manifestations yeah. of that one same energy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. So so moral of the story. <laughs> Take care of yourself. Yes. You know, uh, it is very important to take care of yourself and know yourself. Yeah. You know, women realize that you are one half of a whole, and men realize that you are one half of a whole as well when it comes to energy and manifestation. Yeah. We got to bring it together and vibrate higher, really. Yes. You know? Yes. Vibrate higher. Vibrate higher. Yes. You know, and that will create a better world for the next generation to yeah. live in mm-hmm. once we realize that men, we are in control of the linga mm-hmm. energy yeah. and women are in control of the yoni energy, but we are all one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Correct? So with that being said, we thank you all for tuning in to episode three of Inner Thought Radio. We will be back here with you next Tuesday, same time, same place, 8 o'clock. Uh, And y'all have a great night. Much love.
small things that really matter, like a bird's chirp or a gentle shade, or all the little things we didn't say, because they spoke for themselves, a moment in time, in a hundred years, no one will speak about, like the tree that fell in the forest, and no one was there to hear it, so did it make a sound, and why didn't God just leave it out, the answer is because it was meant to be, the passion and the energy, the science and the chemistry, Stay quiet.